Hello traders, good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be prepared for today's trading opportunities. Um, I suppose uh, a lot of relatively indecisive price action over the course of last week uh, for a variety of different reasons. So it's not that surprising to get that kind of market response when you get such a, a volatile move the week before. Um, however, there's a the normal correlations you'd look for in these markets seem a little bit um, on the weak side uh, as things currently stand. So let's go into it. We've just had news out as well that it looks like the UK government's going to row back on its um, its top rate of, of tax and, and, and the cut that it was uh, envisaging. So that's, that's an interesting move. Um, so we'll have a look at that in just a second as well. So let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with our risk warning. Um, the reason for that tax cut that um, rolling back on that higher tax cut is um, is the amount of backlash the government got on it. So they're, they're, it looks like they're they're, they're U-turning on that now, um, which will which will ease sort of markets quite considerably. The the thought of borrowing more and cutting back on expenditure at a time when when people are dealing with this cost of living crisis. Um, seems like it would be a step too far, but um, let's see how things play out. Okay, so all profitable traders, they need to make some decisions regarding which markets do you trade. Uh, and probably more importantly, if you look at the market fundamentals, why are you trading those markets? Where do you enter? Where are you looking to exit? Um, how do you manage risk, hopefully, prior to entry? Uh, trade management as well is an important consideration and trade psychology. So all of these... Um, you know, are really uh, important elements for traders. And a, a lot of these, you can kind of predetermine what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. Um, and that's where your sort of experience begins to come in. So this session will prepare you for today's trading opportunities. We'll assess, we, sorry, we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of being consistent um, irrespective of what the market's doing, if you have a, a trade strategy that you can apply in a very consistent manner, um, that's likely to, to reap rewards for you. Uh, be disciplined with your capital and, of course, be patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start with um, a review of potential market moving news. So today, Monday the 3rd of October, if we, if we have a little run through, we've got a bank holiday in Australia bank holiday in China as well, and a German bank holiday. So we can probably expect um, slightly lighter market conditions over the course of the European trading session as a result. Now, we had a CPI number come in uh, impacting the, um, the Swiss economy, and we're forecasting a positive 0 0.1, and we've got a negative uh 0 0.2 there so we've got a, a negative 30 basis point move and um, so i suppose what does that mean uh if we look at the, the kind of the chart over a slightly longer period of time you can see that if it was a positive number and you get this month on month increase inflation is going higher if you get a negative number it may suggest that inflation is coming back down just a little bit um, but these numbers are very, very small. So um, so maybe a, a slight softening uh, for inflation 
for the Swiss economy. Elsewhere today, we just got ISM manufacturing numbers. Um, above 50 represents expansion. You can see we're in this ex expansion territory, um, which is obviously positive for an economy. So um, not likely to move the needle too much, to be fair. Um, we are coming off these slightly higher levels. So it's another, I suppose, piece in the jigsaw uh, for the US economy. Right, so with all of this in mind, the important facet is um, where are we at with these markets? And this is the uh, this is the interesting part to these markets. So um, we're still in this trade to the downside, by the way. Um, we wanted to hold it for as long as we could. Now we've got a bit of indecision now at these kind of lower prices. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to this trade over the course of the day. Um, if we just take these lows in here. So we had a, a nice move to the downside and we've reversed probably 60 or 70% of that move now. So it has the potential for a little pullback. Um, what's interesting about these markets at the moment, we've got a bit of suffering across the bond markets as well. If I just share that with you, you can see here, if I zoom in a little bit more, the 10 years now back down to uh, 3.7. So this is kind of where we are. We kind of peaked at very close to the 4% mark. Um, we've rolled back over um, to 3.7. We, we've pushed higher for a few days, and this is where we started to get some indecisive market reaction where you're, you're getting the indices are selling off, but the Um, like selling off in the US, for example, and it's it's mildly strengthening across Europe. So we don't have sort of consistency across the market. So we have to be really quite specific in terms of what we're trading and why we're trading it. The UK government U-turn on their 45% um, percent tax rate. To allow government to focus um yeah okay that, well, that's that's where we'd expect it so um a little bit of softening across the bond markets putting uh fed under less and less pressure um we've still got kind of a runaway inverted market we've got the two year up at the 4.2 so there is a 40 kind of a 43 point um inversion between the two year and the 10 year so let's have a look at the US indices then and we compare and contrast how they're performing to perhaps the European indices. So um, the S&P, so the Dow Jones, uh, our bias is still very much lower for now. We, we've broken below this very important level. Um, we've made new lows again this morning. So same situation now for markets like the the Nasdaq uh, strong flush below that important June's lows and we made further lows but the the weight of the markets are very much to the downside. 
the footsie. Um, within within this little price action down here, you can see these little lows around uh, 67.85. So potential strong support around these these lows, um, but really quite a bearish market for the FTSE. Um, and and I suppose we've we've seen a bit of a weakening pound, and I think we've seen another tick to the upside in the pound as a result of this rowing back on this tax cut. Um, the, the DAX is now down at these kind of lower levels. So um, really the, the picture's not looking great for, for the industry markets just yet. Bitcoin is maintaining its sort of eighteen, nineteen thousand dollar level, um, but very much in the sideways moving market. So this isn't an interesting buy trade. Is there? Is there some more support really for the Nikkei um, above? Very important. Um, these recent lows in here. In terms of a pullback, you've got a corrective move over to twenty seven two five seven level. Um, Let's just have a quick look. So a lot of indecision. We'd expect further downside moves, but um, yeah, they're looking, they're looking potentially quite bearish, aren't they? Okay, oil had a bit of a, a rally for a couple of days last week, um, and now we've traded around these these previous lows in here. And as we, uh, if we put up our support and resistance levels, you can see there's a strong level of resistance in here around the $82 level. And that seems to be so far where, where we're at with this market. So despite the news headlines, you know, there might be a little buying opportunity here in um, in gold, uh, sorry, in, in US oil. Sorry, a selling opportunity in US oil as we run into this little level in here. So we've got this strong level of potential resistance. We've had it a few other points before where you're really wanting to be sellers at these prices. So capitalizing on this type of move here, um, had the same thing. And the last time we kind of made these similar lows, we had a, a bit more of a, an aggressive pullback, but we didn't break above the previous highs. So then you just get the, the momentum continuing lower. Now we're back in at this little zone in here. So this is your pullback trade. And uh, we'll see if we get further downside in US oil. So let's take um, let's take note of this level in here. It's the 80, 8092. Um, to the downside, 8092. We do have similar price action, as you can see. Um, 
we've got these levels of support resistance. Um, you know, where these markets continue to, to break these levels, become, you know, support prior to it, they break those levels, you get the move to the downside, you get the corrective move back into this level in here, all these patterns keep repeating themselves over and over and over again. You make a low, you get the pullback into previous resistance, you break through again, create a low, get a pullback. Now we're pulling back just slightly higher, but this this sort of level here is by no means uh, off-putting. Um, if we get these markets kind of breaking these lows and if we start getting that rollover trade. So we don't really have that position just yet, but the, the trade is setting up the next leg to the downside. And what you need for that is some dollar strength. And that's where the problem comes. So let's have a look at the topsy-turvy world of, of the dollar. So um, we didn't quite get that. I think it was last Friday, wasn't it? So we were expecting prices to get up to 98.65. Uh, we got up to 98.53. So within 10 pips is, is virtually there. So again, if, you, if we do our analysis, we've got this, this level of support resistance just sitting in here. Um, so uh, again, exactly the same process. You get the breakout trades, you create a low, you get a pullback into potential resistance. And then what well, we drifted sideways for quite some time, but the bias is very much to the downside. And when you get this little breakout here, there's your breakout trade, create a low, get a pullback into this little zone. So again, you know, looking at that next sell trade, this could be a viable opportunity because this little bit of bullish price action didn't really make a huge amount of sense with a lot of the, um, the bearish uh, market conditions. So we saw some, some dollar weakness along with uh, US equity weakness as well. It's again, it's an upside down position. It, it's it's counterintuitive. It's normally trades we don't really like getting into. We, we, we took more of a focus on the US indices than we did on the dollar as a result. Um, so again, knowing when to trade, when to take the opportunities is really quite important. And uh, we do feel more comfortable trading these markets if we've got some of the correlation on our side as well. So, um, and we've got a, a, a quite an interesting reaction really to um to the, the U, uk's u-turn on scrapping the uh the 45 percent tax rate or tax cut for the rich and the wealthy i mean the optics of it are, i'm sure you'd agree are, are absolutely shocking they're absolutely awful so um, didn't quite get the pullback into the level. We're still, if you look at it over the last few minutes, you know, there was a there was a sizable little bounce and we just topped out over these levels and, and kind of rolled back. Rolled back into these support levels. So a market that we probably need to be careful with at this stage. If we do our analysis, there is potential for this market to actually push a bit higher before we get the rollover trade. And um, plus we might be seeing the, the 50 period moving average 
um, meet up with it at some point. So it's going to be a timing issue for the pound. Uh, our bias still is to the is to the downside for the pound as things currently stand. We'll see what intervention we get. We already had BOE, um, you know, move into this sort of bond buying phase again, trying to put a floor under the, the UK bond markets. Which which has done its job. It's kind of worked to a certain degree. I mean, this this was the price action we saw during quasi Quartang's um, little mini budget, um, massive devaluation, which we've now retraced now at this point. So we're going to get another drop lower. It's just a case of when. So again, it's a bit of a timing issue now for the for the pound, the the dollar yen um is we've broken above this 145 level and that was always going to be quite an interesting little move not from a a technical perspective you know we'd probably expect some further upside it's more from a fundamental perspective so during this little strange candlestick here we had the boj announced um just when prices got above 145 that the boj were going to start um, intervening in the markets and we saw a lot of yen buying as a result uh, we will find out how much of that was actually the the boj themselves um but we'd um we, we 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 were able to kind of identify an area in which the the boj would would be likely to come back into these markets and that would be above 145 and and that's not what we've seen just yet so they've allowed clearly allowed these markets to continue to grind higher um, and uh, where is the the question we've got is where is the intervention? It seems to have vanished. So we, we'll find out a little bit more about this, I'm sure, over the coming days and weeks. But um, you know, if they're saying they're going to do intervention, you see a lot of banks, uh, sorry, a lot of central banks can just say things, and the markets will do all the all the legwork for them. But at the end of the day, if, if, if the markets determine that if that central bank is saying stuff to get that market reaction, then that market won't do that anymore. And it'll, it'll learn its lesson. Um, so central banks have to be very careful about what signals they send and how they back up what they're saying. So we would be suggesting kind of a technical buy trade now at this stage, but you know, we're still concerned about that intervention and that could kick in at any point. So probably best to just bide our time perhaps with that at the minute. Um, a bit of mild dollar strength, well, against the, um, potentially against the Euro, we, we need to just give the pound a little bit of a wide berth. We've got dollar strength against the yen, strength against the Swiss franc. Um, the CAD is mildly stronger, just off the back of a slightly stronger oil price, um, kind of indecision against the Aussie, and uh, a bit of dollar weakness as well against the New Zealand. So it's very much a mixed bag for the for the dollar. And um, we've got the euro pound pulling back off the highs in line with this sort of pound trade. There might be some some decent pound dollar sell trades at these highs um some euro dollar so euro pound buy trades at these lows and then 
the pound yen um, some sell trades up at these sort of more near-term highs as well so there's probably a few decent trades in the pound it's just not yet that's really the the, the key message really at this stage we just want to see some form of market response to the downside for the pound that we're not getting it just yet so this is the uh, this is the high that we would expect these markets to move to so you have these support and resistance levels um, so again it's it's very much the same picture you get sideways moving price action until you get the breakout there's your strong sell trade um, you'd look for previous support, which kicks in at here, and then prices come back in um, to previous support, which now becomes resistance. This is now a resistance level, which is why these prices haven't broken above this level. And if we get rollover and we get some yen uh, uh, intervention, there could be some strong yen buy trades in the not too distant future. They've been selling off for a long, long time. So there's probably some great trades in these markets. It's purely a timing issue. You know, this market is very likely to be taking another move to the downside. It's not going to just kick on and just start making new highs. That would be very un un unrealistic. Gold, potential sell trade. It's just a timing issue again. We need a, we need a dollar strength trade and the problem is we've got a very mixed dollar so we've got a number of these markets are trying to digest a number of issues almost at the same time and as a result what we're seeing is um kind of a, a mixed market condition and that's what we've got to trade which which makes it difficult especially at this moment in time now we'll see how things develop over the course of the the trading session the potential buy trade if if we if we're looking for an indice to buy i'm not sure we are <laughs> that's the problem Okay, hard to pick out some some high probability trades at the minute. And I suppose that's okay because if it keeps us like there is a potential a potential sell trade here in gold. Um, uh, and it would be below the sixteen fifty-nine. Are we comfortable buying the Nikkei? Because there's a technical trade. You can see the support levels uh, just below it, just in these little levels in here. So there's a potential buy trade into this little zone. We, we'll put it down. We'll put it down tentatively, and um, so it'd be above twenty six two five two to the upside. 26252. The problem is it's um it's almost a standalone trade. Okay. 
Right. Let's um, let's get some analysis this morning. Let's switch over to a live trade rooms. Like for most of last week, unfortunately, we had quite a mixed market condition, and that's exactly what it turned out to be. Um, so if, if this, and as a result, the few trades we got into um, were all sort of trading much smaller size than normal because of these mixed market conditions and the fact that we didn't have too much clarity uh, in these markets. Uh, so let's let's just amend this. We'll switch over to our live trade rooms. We'll look at these markets in a little bit more detail. Um, I'm not sure that we really want this one leading actually because it's not. We tried to have a little bit of. of a, a, an, hierarchy uh, looking to sell low the 80.92 so these are more technical trades and necessarily trades that stack up from a fundamental perspective So let's post this into the chat box, guys. I probably, um, I suppose the fact that we're we're quite indecisive in kind of what we're saying will hopefully give you a little bit of a, a, um, a contextual backdrop to these mixed market conditions. Um, if in doubt, stay out. That's a really straightforward rule. Um, if you have things that are pulling in different directions, you know, stay out. Keep your keep your capital, you know, safe. Um, and, and let's wait for these markets to sort of create much more beneficial market conditions and then we can be aggressive with them. Um, like we were two weeks ago, we tapered it down last week and we did well to do so. Um, and we're, we're, we would need to taper it down again today, we think that's kind of where we're at. So look, that's taking all these market conditions into account. Uh, let's switch across then to our live trade room, guys. So if you can join us for that, very welcome to do so. Um, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll uh, and we'll we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast. So look, thanks very much for joining us. Just to let you know, we do trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m. for the European session and also at 12.45 for the US trading session. So if you want to join us for that, very welcome to do so. Uh, just go to the live trading.com for more information and we'll uh, we'll see you then. So we'll switch across now. We'll see you in, in the live trade room in just a minute or two. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.